The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. It's the beginning of the year. Everybody is in a rush to keep their New Year's resolutions, to get to the gym, and to lose that weight fast so that everybody could get their beach bodies back. And um, they think that that's a fast solution. And the answer to beauty is there really aren't any, you know, fast solutions. Another thing that people do before Valentine's Day, before the summer, they want to get rid of their wrinkles. They run to see their um, medical spas and they get all kinds of fillers and they get all kinds of injectables and they feel that, ah, that's something that's going to make them really look good. Today we're going to speak about the secrets of makeup and we have world famous makeup artist Kimberly X who is going to talk about her philosophies in why makeup is like art. And um, we're going to go through memory lane together because Kim X and I had the pleasure of getting to know each other very well through our years of working at Playboy Enterprises. And um, one of the things that I want to say to the world today on this radio show, and Kimberly X and I hear it all too often, when they hear that we worked at Playboy, they say, Oh, yes, the airbrushing makes the woman look really, really great, and that's why they look so good. Well, I want to dismiss that myth because it certainly is a myth because it's really not the airbrushing or retouching at all that's a secret to them looking so good in the pages of Playboy magazine or any other publication for that matter. It's really the way that the makeup is done. It's the way that the sets are designed in mathematically proportioned with the lighting. And that's really what gives the looks that you see that look so beautiful and so artistic. And Kim, we're going to start asking you some questions about some of your beauty secrets. And you had the rare opportunity to have a live rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Cindy. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Now, do you have your website up so that everybody could go take a look at it? Yes, I do. And it is called FinalTouchesByKiki.com. <laughs> okay, FinalTouchesByKiki.com. So everybody should go take a look. Um, now, what do you think about um, the myths that I had conveyed in the introduction? Isn't it true that people really underestimate um, the talent and the art sometimes that goes into what you do for a living? Um, yes, and I, I mean it, it's it's simple. Um, you know, there are so many people who go get the injections and the fillers, and you know, every once in a while, those kind of things are okay. But it's just you know, taking the time to take care of your skin, 
take care of your the skin on your body, you know, just uh, start from, you know, square one and, and um, just really look at what you have. And, um, you know, and then for those special times, call me and I'll come there and do your hair and makeup and um, it'll be extra special. No, and it really, really does look extra special. I want to reiterate again that every... When you see these beautiful women in any magazine and you always wonder how they get to look the way they look, it's really people like Kimberly X, and Kimberly X does it particularly well, that has a lot to do with the way that the final look of how everybody looks when, you know, you want to look like them and you say, I want to look like that. Why can't I look like that? And they try all different kinds of ways to look like that when it's very it's simple as, you know, really having your makeup put on right. So you don't have to be, you know, a playmate or a supermodel or a Victoria's Secret model or a celebrity or at the Oscars to look like, to get that look. Um, It's very, very easy to get in touch with somebody like Kimberly X, who's here in Los Angeles area, um, to give you that look very, very easily. And then you don't have to really stress about, oh, my God, is my dress going to look right? Because it's an overall look. You, you don't have to, like, z- zoom in on, like, these silly little things or, you know, freak out because you don't, didn't have your, you know, um, your plastic surgery appointment to try to attain these looks that really have not much to do with the healthy looks at all. But because I always, um, I always talk about, integration of everything in the way that somebody looks good. Um, I have to also say, and I'm sure, Kimberly, that you will agree, that if a person isn't eating right, it's going to be very, very hard to get their skin right. And I'm sure that when you're making up people, a lot of times you'll notice things in, you know, the fact that they are having dehydration issues or they're not sleeping right or they're stressed, then you probably have to give them a little bit of advice in those areas too. Am I correct? That is so true. Just making sure you drink, you know, plenty of water, don't get too much sun, too much alcohol, you know, it'll it'll all show. It just it's just the little ways that it'll all show you know, your skin will get dry and flaky or um, you know, red. Uh, it just it'll Watch break you. out. But, um so it's just everything in moderation. <laughs> Very everything moderate. in moderation. But with the tools of your makeup and I wanna talk about it throughout the show. Kimberly, if you don't mind, I want to talk about different parts of your face, okay? And we'll go into hair a little bit later and stuff like that. And we could even talk about, you know, styling looks and clothing and how it complements certain makeup looks. Um, But, you know, one part of the face at a time because you are an artist and, you know, you probably look at a person's skin and you're probably saying how many... How much do I have to blend? Blend being the magic word. Because what a lot of people don't realize when they're seeing things on the surface is how much work goes into getting the right color to make it look natural. So, you know, in your art, you're using so many different kinds of brushes and, you know, powder puffs and, you know, concealing pads and all kinds of tools to, you know, create many different layers and, you know, different blends to give somebody a natural look. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? 
Um, yeah, it's it's all about um, it is all about blending and layering, and and people get scared because they think, oh, it's going to take me two hours, and it can take two hours, but then it can also take twenty minutes, you know, if you get used to it. Um, you just you have to prep the skin, you know, making sure that it's washed, making sure there's no little, um, you know, crusties left by your eyes or you know little dry pieces, and then you just prep the skin um, with a little bit of um, lotion, nothing overly greasy because if if you do your makeup quickly after that, then it's going to make, you know, eyeshadow or mascara um, uh, run. So I just, I tell people that just, um, and that's what I do myself is I wash my face. I, I, you know, put my lotion on, I'll put primer on after that. And then I'll just kind of go about doing some things for a few minutes, let that set. And then you can go on from there um, starting to prep your skin and um, putting on some concealer, maybe in some special areas that you need a little bit of help, you know, by your nose, maybe a little bit under your eyes. And then I go on with the foundation. And Armani is a great foundation, by the way. I love it. Um, they have several shades, and it just you you use so little, and it just it just goes on so beautiful. Okay, well, do you, when you use Armani, is this something that people can pick up consumer level? Can you find yes, it in it a particular store? Um, you can get it at uh, Nord's, some Nordstrom's, most Neiman Marcus's. Um, I know that some of the supply stores are trying to get it, but um, none that I know of yet. You can also order it online. And um, it's not cheap, but it's not outrageously expensive. It's like fifty nine ninety nine. Well, what is it about Armani that you really like? See, this is very interesting to me because through the years that I've known you, it, you you really are very selective with the kind of makeup that you recommend. I know that you've brought me, you know, different things throughout the years that you had favored. And what is it? What is it about a good makeup line? Describe the elements of it that make it, you know, easy for you to use or you know give you easy blends. It just you use so little of it, and it just it just it's like butter. <laughs> it's like it goes butter. on. It is so pretty. It, it you just use very little of it. I use a sponge. Some people use a brush, but either way, it goes on nicely. And um, I just you just don't have to use very much, and it and it looks so just like a little bit shimmery. I mean, it doesn't have shimmer in it, but it's just that moist, dewy look that most people are trying to get these days. I'm going to have to I have exactly to go find some. I don't think that they have it in the Nordstrom in our neighborhood, though. Um, no, they have it in Woodland Hills Nordstrom. I do know that. Oh, do they? Do the they? Oh, well, fantastic. Yes, I'm going to have to take a stop there, I think. I need some more foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do they have a nice range of colors, too? Oh, yes, they do. They do. Um, I actually don't know exactly how many, but you know, there's like um, probably eight or ten. So it's not it's not so so many that you have to like go. Oh no! Oh no! You know, they just a little bit goes a long way, and there's there's enough colors to choose from that you're going to find something. Um, but it's not really really hard. The girls that work there are, are great with helping, and they'll even give you a little sample to try. I know. Well, no, that's that's really good. Again, the kind of makeup, the way you apply is extraordinarily important, but the kind of makeup that you buy is really, really important too. Um, and in the skincare industry, um, you know, I want to reiterate one of the things that Kimberly said before. Um, 
really, really important to make sure that your original palette is in good shape before you start thinking about how makeup is going to cover you up. Um, just like I talked about running to the gym and getting your beach body back, etc., really, really fast, the development of a really great palette for somebody like Kimberly to work with um, takes discipline and really a lifestyle commitment. Well, listen, we're going to have to take a commercial break. I'm really sorry about the audio gaffe that we experienced at the beginning of the show, but stay tuned for more with um, Kimberly X, world's famous makeup artist. Stand by. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back. To Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, and I'm here with my longtime friend, Kimberly X, who I met during my tenure at Playboy Enterprises, and she was absolutely my favorite makeup artist and stylist and friend and... Um, we got to know each other really well, and because I was lucky enough to be living in the same neighborhood as Kimberly, I really got to 
enjoy her coming over to my home and making me look really, really, really good when I had to speak on behalf of Playboy on any number of matters on national television. And it's incredible to me when I look back at those videos or even some of the photos that, you know, somebody can actually really make me look that way. Kimberly, you should really know that. It was a lot of fun. It's so much fun. I mean, you know, I mean, but you really, you know, you look at it, it, like people... You know, people are like, oh, my God, you really look like that? I'm like, no, I really didn't look like that. I had a lot of help from my friends. <laughs> but um, we talked a little bit about um, starting with the palette and blending with the right colors. We talked about, you know, you enjoying Armani's makeup brand and makeup artists really do know what brands work for the best looks that you could possibly have, um, blending it right Um, having your skin healthy in the first place, being healthy in the first place, having the right kind of skin routine, finding a product that's healthy and right for your skin and sticking to it, which means not just only washing your face when you feel like it, not just moisturizing when you remember, but really having this routine where, um, you know, you, you, you tone your face and you... Um, moisturize and you take care of your eye area and um, you know make sure that your face is clean and when you're using makeup make sure that you take it all off and you know old tricks like don't use mascara just because you could still get gook out of it and take pride out of the fact that you've owned it for three years because things like mascara go into your eyes and bacteria develops and you could get you know all kinds of maladies like, you know, swollen eyes and styes and all of that kind of stuff. People don't understand that there's a lot of discipline involved. But um, do you agree with that, Kimberly, that you really oh, have to take... Yeah? Definitely. And one way to tell is you just smell it. <laughs> as simple as that. And it, it'll be a really strong smell if, if your mascara or makeup has gone bad. Um, yeah, but usually, it anyway. At least... <laughs> what? People still use it anyway. Yeah, people still use it anyway. But, uh, I mean, that's what I do with my makeup kit all the time. I I make sure it smells good, and I'll just toss it. All right, so listen, people. You know, if your mascara starts smelling like rotten eggs, it really shouldn't... Rotten egg smell actually means it's probably like a rotten smell. (laughs) And like anything else, it's, it's gotten, you know, a bad bacterial effect to it. And guess what? That rottenness is going to translate into what goes into your eyes. And when you have a sty and you're walking around with that for two, three weeks, it's not fun, it's not pretty, it's not comfortable. So don't hang on to that mascara just because it's a bad economy. It's probably best if you don't wear any mascara at all, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's, there's, I know sometimes mascaras are very expensive, and um, but then there's also, you know, the Great Lash, Maybelline Great Lash that you can get at, you know, CVS or any of those places. They have a, a really nice new one with a, a big fat brush. It is so awesome. I love that one. Um, there's also Kevin, I don't even know, is it Kevin Aquan? His mascara is great. Um, that's a little bit more expensive, but that's a great one. And Lorac has a great mascara. Yeah, you mentioned that you like Lorac, huh? Yes, I do. Um, they have their blushes and bronzers are beautiful. They have um, a bronzer for the body. Um, that's they have a spray one and then one that's in a like in a tube. And um, 
you know, when using those, you just use a little bit, and I like to mix it with a little bit of oil, like body oil, like Palmer's body oil, or just some body lotion, and and um, put that on. They just then it's not too intense, the bronze effect, because sometimes you can go crazy with that, and it's you look like um, something from Star Wars or something. Um, it, but, it, could, it, it could it could work. I mean, if you're doing a professional photo shoot, but probably not if you're just walking into a bar mitzvah, right? Exactly, exactly. And I use it, and um, you know, uh, well, on a special night, I'll use it. And I just um, the other thing is when you're putting on bronzers, you have to make sure to blend it, with, like by your ankles. A little bit onto your feet. Make sure it doesn't cake on your elbows or your knees. It's just it, you just have to pay attention when you do those things because that's one thing I've noticed is sometimes people will put it on and then it'll just stop at their like at their ankle, and then their feet will be just white, <laughs> or their feet will be like this horrible yellow because you know it <laughs> because they didn't put it on right or yeah. pieces in the ankles and your toes just. Um, you know, don't receive it very well. So did you say that one of the things that you use is sort of an oil to... Yeah, Palmer's um, or Neutrogena body oil, just a little bit, mix it with that, and and, um, it just makes it, you know, go on not as thick, and and, um, you just, you have to pay attention to not put your clothes on too too soon either. Yeah, well, it's going to come off. How long long would you recommend waiting after you've done sort of a self-bronzing? Probably about... 15 minutes maybe, 10 or 15 minutes, just put on a lightweight robe, walk around, and it usually will soak in by then. Okay, well, um, no, that's that's really good to know. I, you know. I know that if you get a professional spray tan, which is very, very popular these days, um, some people do it right, some people don't do it so right, um, you're not supposed to actually shower anywhere between, like, you know, six in, eight hours, right? Right. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, I guess that's kind uh-huh. of a different chemical. So, I, well, I would imagine that if you're doing yourself bronzing that you probably shouldn't shower for a while either if you want it to stay. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, you just kind of have to do it right before or, you know, the day of, I think, um, when you're doing it yourself. Right, right. Well, okay. Well, that's, you know, that's a very good tip. And plus, you're creating a color, so you're... Once again, like the face, you're making everything look even. You're giving a tan look, and you're not, and you're not making people vulnerable to ultraviolet rays from the sun, which I'm sure that you've seen a lot of sun damage all too often. Oh yes, <laughs> yes I have. And oh, sometimes when people they you know lay in the sun and then they get suntan and then they get burnt and then they peel and then they uh, it's, your face can be a million different colors, and it's just it's terrible for your skin. So that's why all these bronzers and um, tanning creams and all that that really help. No, I think that's great. Um, and again, we don't have to mention any names here, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that there were times where you were called in for um, for a shoot and, you know, you, you have the model come in. Model comes in from out of town. So, ooh, sun, right? I mean, I got to look tan. I got to get the sun for my shoot. Oh, yeah. You know, you have all kinds of problems to solve because whereas she might think that she looks really um, sun-kissed, you know that that has to actually be blended down for camera. Right, and it's just that bright red is really hard to cover up. (laughs) 
So what do you do? I mean, so, um, well, you just it's creating a bridge between all those different, you know, uh, usually then the body is a different color and the face is a different color, so you have to um, just tone, I mean, um, prime it, and usually the makeup that I have will cover it a lot, and then it just it depends on the lighting and what what exactly is going on, but they can usually be covered, but it's not easy. No, I know you have a lot of blending to do, and a lot of I, I would imagine that powder helps maybe take. Oh away. yes, powder yeah. and um, sometimes though, if your skin is really dry and then you put too much powder on, it'll it'll really look uh, it'll make it look really old and you know dry. So. I, I try not to use too much powder, but you have to use a little. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Okay, I well, use a lot of bronzers as well. And a bronzer as well? Yeah, I use bronzers um, to make that tan look Even. or enhance it. Right. Well, I mean, you know, but I, well, I was talking about the sun, the sunburn situation. Would you, right. Would you use bronzer in addition to make it look more brown? Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> sometimes it'll. It, sometimes when someone's skin is like that, and then you put a bronzer on, it'll make it look purple. Instead mm. of that nice, you know, sun-kissed bronze look, it'll be. It'll look purplish. Oh, that's not so, good. But because no, <laughs> then you're gonna look like you were beat up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm sure that you had to, you know, again work with all kinds. Um, why don't you give everybody your web address again, Kimberly? It is Final Touches by Kiki.com. And she is at Kiki Makeup on Twitter. I don't know if you've realized, but I've been tweeting about you. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very proud of you that you actually figured out how to use Twitter a little bit. <laughs> I know. I, it's a lot of fun. I really I enjoy going on there and, and hearing about people and sharing my thoughts on makeup and what I'm doing. It's it's. A, it's fun. No, it really Facebook. is, but it's, you know, it's it's a little difficult to understand. It's not as easy as Facebook. Pardon? It's not as easy as, a, it's not as easy a platform as Facebook is. Oh, no, not at all. But yeah, I've gotten a lot, very used to Twitter and tweeting. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next couple of segments. We're at the end of this one, so everybody stand by. We're going to have more with Kimberly X in the next few segments. So stand by. You'll learn more about makeup secrets um, when we come back after this commercial break. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Dewerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Kimberly X, and we're talking more about makeup secrets. And Kimberly X really is the best makeup artist and stylist in the whole wide world, so I'm really happy to have her here. Um, Kimberly, we were talking about, you know, a lot of bronzing and, and health regimes and regimens and what to be aware, beware of. Um, we talked about, you know, blending and all kinds of things to get the makeup process started. But let's talk about the eyes for a second. Aside from the fact that you should throw away mascara that smells like rotten eggs, um, you know, when you look at a person's eyes, what do you do to bring them out and make them pop? Um, well, I, I like to um, put on a primer, again, <laughs> something to make the eyeshadow stay. And grab. Um, there are several of them by Mac or Lorac. Just a little bit, you know. You don't have to put on too much. You just put, it's just a tiny bit of cream, and you put it on, let it dry for a second, and then um, I usually always make sure that the, I do something to the eyebrows 
first of all. I um, will, you know, tweeze a few if people need it and fill it in with a little bit of powder or pencil. Make sure it's blended, nothing overly, um, you know, intense or dark or anything. Um, I like to um, put a little bit of brow fix, you know, that clear mascara, the, the clear brow fix for the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. That's where I start. And then I usually will put on um, a highlighter, which um, you have to be very careful with highlighters that they're not too, too frosty. Because if you are taking pictures, that'll be the first thing that'll show up. Well, when just, you say highlighter and frosty, where where are you talking about putting it on the eye? Oh, right under the eyebrows, usually. Um, you know, so you're working from the eyebrows down on the... I mean, you start with the primer, but then you're working from the eyebrows down. Yes. Okay. Yes, and then I and then I put. Um, it just depends on the person. I, it's sometimes I'll use um, eyeshadows that have some frost in them. Um, usually, that um, good old rule. You know, if someone's a lot older, you don't want to use too much frost because it'll um, make lines stand up that stand out that you don't even normally see, but it will make you know those fine lines pop out. So. Um, I'll usually um, put on uh, a color that complements the eyes or brings it out. Um, a nice chestnut color usually brings out blue eyes. Um, I'm not really a um, heavy, heavy eyeliner person, although I, I do do it. Sometimes I usually keep the eyeliner darker on the top um, because I just feel like that opens up the eyes and it, it, it just keeps them going upwards and it doesn't drag them down. Um, I, I like to um, really layer, blend and layer the, um, I'll put pencil on maybe um, underneath the eyes, nothing too dark. There's a great color by um, MAC called Teddy. It's a eye pencil. It's really nice and soft. And um, I like to put that under the lashes and um, right under the lower lashes and above the upper lashes. And then I'll take an angular brush and put maybe a little bit of um, brown eyeshadow, sometimes black. It just depends on on what someone's doing, sometimes even a, a lighter eyeshadow, and I just blend it, and that acts as a powder, and it'll make it stay um, for a long time. And is Teddy um, the MAC pencil, because there's so many different kinds of pencils, you're saying it's soft, so it's not a hard pencil, it's really more like a, a cream stick? Um, it's not, it's, it's a regular eye pencil, it's a, you know, it's just like a regular wooden, you know, eye pencil. It's not one of those um, twist-up kinds or anything, but it just goes on so nicely, and it has a little tiny bit of shimmer in it. It is so pretty. It's it's my favorite eye pencil ever. Oh, okay, because sometimes I find that standard pencils, like it's hard to get it's hard to get the color to come off. You know what I'm talking I, about. I know exactly, and that's why um, just that, that particular one, I mean, because there are a lot of pencils that um, you, you try to put them on, and nothing goes on, and you feel like you have to, you know, it's like a knife or something. And, yeah, no, it um, does. It you know, it's 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 very interesting. Um, some people, you know, I think put pencils in a kit because it's part of the packaging. Um, uh, you know, but they don't really. They're not in the eye pencil business, so you know, you you find this little tiny black pencil in an eye kit, and um, you know, you wonder why it really. Is t- like taking a knife to your eye when you're putting it on. It's because they're not in the pencil business, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, you know, I think that you know, listen in terms of pencils that have nice, soft, easy to, um, you know, 
easy to use, easy for the color to come off um, kind of thing. And it's very interesting that it's not, we're going back into the artist thing and the multi-layer things, even though you can make it look very, very natural. It's one of the secrets that people don't know. It's not just putting one-dimensional line of liner under your eye. It's the magic of taking, you know, the, the right kind of brush and then concealing it and making smoking it out a little bit with another color, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and it, it not only makes it smoky and, um, you know, you can direct it out and upwards or whatever, but it, it makes it stay on so much longer. It sets it by putting the, the little bit of extra shadow on top of it. No, I so um, I, that's what I, I just love, the just layering and blending, and it's, it's a lot of fun. The same thing goes for shadow color, too. You mentioned a little bit that you would stay away from frosty, particularly if you have a lot of lines, you're older. I think matte is really important. Um mm-hmm. You know, because it's easy. It, it really, for a layman that's doing their own makeup, I think that matte makeups are probably more foolproof. Am I right? Yeah, it definitely. Um, it, it's just, yeah, you have to be really careful with um, frosts and sparkles, which, although they are so much fun, um, you, you just kind of have to, you know, pay attention <laughs> to what is going yeah, on. Yeah, definitely have to pay attention. And what, what might be fun doesn't necessarily look as good as you might want it to look when you're sprinkling it on all over yourself in the mirror. So, um, you know, but another thing about eyes, you can make a person look like they have really, really smoky eyes or really defined eyes, but it, how many different brushes do you use, Kimberly? I mean, you have a lot of tools. Yeah, I have a lot of tools, um, but they're, I mean, really what someone needs is an angular brush, you know, kind of like a on the thinner side, a brush with an angle, and that you can use for eyeliner and, um, you know, setting that line that we were talking about. Um, a, a couple of fluffy brushes, maybe one that's um, either square or rounded, but on, but a little bit small, nothing too big for the eyeshadow and for defining, you know, that brow bone, like when you put a, just a, maybe a, a brownish color or a, a mauve color in the middle of your eye to um, make it look like you have a brow bone. Right. Um, and then um, I, I just, I really think people only need about probably three or four brushes for the eyes at the most. Well, you know, but again, I know that you have tools and I, I, I guess I might caution that um, tools are a great thing for makeup professionals and stylists to use, but a lot of people, you know, the everyday person might not know what to do with all of them, huh? Right. Right. <laughs> and and um, so, yeah, that's why um, don't go crazy, I guess, <laughs> with buying too many brushes. But um, I know that Mac has a lot of, uh, they'll really help you and show you. Uh, you know, which brushes that you need. Uh, but I wouldn't really think that you need too many for the eyes. Yeah. And I mean, I think that yeah. you mentioned before, the angled brush is really important. It has so many different roles. The angled brush you I could use for eyebrows. Important. You could use it for under your eyes. I mean, yeah, there's a... under and then right above the lashes too. But, yeah, it's, it gets right under there and without without spreading it all over your face. Because, you know, that's what happens. The bigger the brush, then it'll 
the eyeshadow will fall all over. Right, right. Any secrets to making small eyes look bigger? Um, I think um, not putting too much makeup, uh, too much eyeshadow in the middle part of your eye. It, usually, um, I have that type of eye too. Um, so I try to keep most of the color or most of the darker down on the lower part of my eye. And then I, I think it just brings out the color of the eyes and and um, it doesn't overpower. Right. But, um, also, the other thing is is using an eyelash color, curler. And um, I think that that's a big part of making a finished eye. Um, the, the makeup looks a lot finished, a lot more finished on the eye is using an eyelash curler and then putting on the mascara. Yeah, and, you know, again, one of those little disciplines and tools that often get forgotten, but, you know, I have to admit when I'm using that, they look great, but I have to tell you that false eyelashes, even if they're put on um, naturally, is the icing on the cake. Yeah, that's it, they are. They're so awesome. And there's so many different ones. Um, that's another whole thing that we could talk about is making sure that those are the right that they're the right size for your eyes because sometimes um, people don't cut them um, or they you know they just put them on and then they are just too, way too big and they end up falling off or or whatever. And then there's some that are um, like half. They're just for the outer part of your eyes, which those are one of my personal favorites. And um, Mac has some of those, and Mamie's out here in the valley. A lot of the beauty supply stores have them, but they're just the little end ones. And they're kind of foolproof because they're never going to be too big and falling off. No, they never are. And then they, you don't feel them because that's another one, a complaint that a lot of people have is that they can feel them on their eyes. And then, you know, your eyes will water and you won't feel comfortable for the whole evening. Yeah, or, you know, for a shoot or, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's happened. I think Mac, you know, Shuamora before they, they're no longer in the United States, but they're known for their lash bar. But people would look very silly sometimes when we, they would put those on with like all of the, you know, diamond studs on them and all kind and feathers and all kinds of things going on. It just didn't look very natural. Yeah, those are fun for pictures, but not for, I think, everyday life. <laughs> no, it's, it's very interesting. Well, we're coming to the end of this segment. We're almost finished with getting through every part of the body and face. I think we're going to talk about lips. And again, I want you to think about Kimberly a little bit. Um, you know, some of the people that you may have made up and why they were really fun for you to do in the transformation, just as some anecdotal information. Um, but give us your website one more time right now. It is finaltouchesbykiki.com. Finaltouchesbykiki.com. Stand by. We have one more segment with Kimberly X, and you'll really know how to make up your face when the show is complete. Don't go away. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back in our final segment, and we're talking with Kimberly X about makeup secrets. And, you know, Kimberly is really an extraordinary makeup artist and um, does fabulous magic with people to bring out their best. And, um, Kimberly, before we go to... The lip area, which I guess is the final area that didn't talk about yet. Are there any, um, you know, case studies that you can share in makeup people that, you know, people that you've made up that, you know, were extraordinary for you and a lot of fun and why? Um, yes. Um, actually, recently I got to do Claire Sinclair, um, which her makeup was a pinup style. And so I got to do play around and do those um, that victory roll hairstyle, <laughs> which was a lot of fun, and um, just you know trying to do more of a pinup look. And um, another style that I did was um, a playmate named Francesca Frigo, and she's from Venezuela, and she just we did makeup on um, more like a beach style, and um, I was able to do some brighter colors because of her skin tone. Um, Tiffany Fallon was someone who was a lot of fun to do. She just had bright, bright blue eyes and dark hair, and um, she just had great taste, and so I had a lot of fun with her. Were there any, out of all of the years that you did work, 
that you had worked with Playboy, is there any like big celebrities that pop out as being interesting in working with them? Um, well, I had worked with Pamela Anderson a few times, which was very fun. I got to travel to France with her, and um, that was a fun thing. And Brandy Roderick, I worked with her and went to St. Bart's, and that was a great shoot. Um, yeah, yeah to go some pretty, some very pretty girls to work with, and you know, I know that you also enjoy to travel. You know, enjoy traveling to exotic locations, so it must have been a lot of fun for you to do that. Although most people also don't realize that you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning so that you could prep them for the shoot. Oh yeah, <laughs> <It was our laughs> you know, tripping out over tables and you know trying to get set up, but it, it's I love it. No, it's it, it's really great. I mean, it's um, it's a lot of fun. But again, when people want to go out. You know, at night when they're at a St. Bart's or something like that, not so much you as maybe so much the, you know, models and stuff like that. They want to go out dancing and all of that kind of stuff, but they really have to be careful because they are getting up for, you know, a 5.30 a.m., you know, (laughs) or sometimes earlier makeup call time. Um, And particularly that includes the time where they have to travel in this exotic place to the actual shoot location, which isn't always in the hotel lobby. No. Usually <laughs> it can be on, you know, a Jeep ride over rocks or a two-hour car ride or a little boat ride, ride to a little island. Exactly. <laughs> a little secret island. And, um, you know, getting sleep is really, really important, um, particularly when you are the subject so that you could look like you're well-rested and you know, not fall asleep while the makeup is going on. Um, okay, well, going back to the face, and I did forget the hair. We'll finish that up with the hair at the end. Um, lips, lip secrets, Kimberly. Um, I just, I have to make sure that someone's lips are, um, don't have a lot of dry skin. So if they do, at the beginning of putting on makeup, I put a little bit of, um, lip salve or, you know, just a tiny bit of chapstick or something. It can't be too, anything too oily, but that has a chance to moisten them. And then when we finally get around to doing the lips, because that's what I do last, is I just blot it off with a little bit of tissue. I always start with um, a lip pencil, and it's always a more of a nude color, a skin tone color, because I, I don't want the lip liner to show. Um, so I, I put that on, and I... Blend it. That's another layering and blending thing. Um, I put the lip pencil on. Um, I blot it with a sponge, and then I go ahead with either lip gloss, lipstick, or both. And then sometimes I'll even put a little bit of pencil on at the end, and that gives it staying power. Yeah, it really sure does. Again, so it sounds like a lot of work, but it really is what gives people that finished look. Um, and it's interesting with lip pencil in everyday life, not necessarily for a photo shoot. Once you put it on, when people get frustrated that their lipstick always comes off, it seems like the lip pencil really fills it in. Oh, it does, and it just it makes it stay. That's the, that's the finishing touches for that, for um, lips for sure. I think that everybody should wear pencil. And finally, you know, final look in hair. You're very, very good at that. There's oftentimes in a professional photo shoot where... You know, you have a different person that's doing makeup and a different person that's doing hair, but you really do hair really well, and I think you like it. I, I love it. At first, I, I didn't, I have to admit, but the, I've, I've learned to love it over the years, and um, it's just, it's 
I just love working with the curling irons, with the curlers. It's just the whole process. And, um, and one thing I was going to say that's so important is for people to put um, product in their hair. A lot of people think that their hair is just going to turn out just from washing it and, you know, not putting anything in it, but you really need to put a little bit of mousse, a little bit of um, styling gel, some kind of leave-in conditioner, just a little bit of all of those things, um, nothing, you know, too much to over to weigh down the hair and make it, you know, get get dirty too quickly, but just a little bit of that and then um, styling your hair and um, then a tiny bit of hairspray at the end. And now you have all kinds of fun extension stuff. I mean, you've had extensions for a long time, but they keep on getting better and better, don't they? Oh, gosh, so much better. Um, you know, they look very, very natural, and you could just pop a couple in just to give some volume, and it can make an extraordinary difference. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I think that we've we've covered that. And you also have a good style sense. I know that you work with stylists as well, but, you know, if you had to, I'm sure that... You know, you've had occasions where you could help people figure out what their ensemble is going to be. Yeah, a, a couple. I've been hired for all three things: styling, hair, and makeup for some jobs. But um, a lot of times, when I'm at people's houses doing their makeup for a wedding or a red carpet event or just a party they're going to, I'll stay till the end and you know give them advice on what they wear, what they're going to wear. Oh, should I wear this or this? Or what do you, what shoes do you think? And I help them get dressed and. It's kind of fun for me, then I get to see the whole look at the end. Well, listen, we came to the end of the show just in time for talking about every single possible part of your body that we can enhance and look good. So I really encourage anybody that's tuning in now to go back to the beginning of the show and you can learn from professional makeup artists um, how to get the full look from soup to nuts without even missing a spot. Did I miss anything, Kimberly? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, listen, um, at Kiki Makeup on Twitter, um, I, Kimberly, thanks so much for sharing your tips with us on Stars of PR. And you could be a star of PR, too, if you just contact Kimberly. And um, what website one more time. One last time, Kimberly. Final Touches by Kiki.com. There you go. Well, thanks, and everybody have a wonderful weekend and continue to enjoy this wonderful L.A. weather. Take care. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American idol. I've got synthetic
again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 